All right, everybody, what's happening? This is your man, L. Jamal, coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. Of course, this is the place we can say what you want as long as you got the facts. Today, uh, we have a word on the street segment to get into, and then I got a review for you guys as well. But let's get into it, like I said, with the word on the street segment, and it is official. As of yesterday, the coronavirus stimulus package is in effect. Congress has agreed on a $2 trillion uh, stimulus package for individuals and businesses actually is six million uh but the individual taxpayers are just gonna get about two and the the businesses will be getting the businesses and corporations will be getting four trillion this is just being honest we're just putting that out there as well uh what you do need to know is under the new stimulus um uh, under the new stimulus, single taxpayers will receive $1,200 and couples will receive $2,400. Uh, parents will get an extra $500 for children under 17. And this is, of course, income-based. Uh, individuals making over 75000 bucks and couples making over 90000 uh, $90, or above uh, will not qualify. Uh, the, Depart the Department of Education has also decided to suspend student loan payments without penalties until September 30th. Uh, the deadline to get a real ID will also be extended until next year, uh, next September as well. Uh, as, as far as those student loan uh, payments go and those mortgage payments and all that, they're still due. There's nothing that says you don't have to pay them, uh, but they're, you know, you know, I guess they're not forcing you to pay them right away. Of course, you have some leniency in terms of that, but of course, everything is still due. I think everybody, uh, there should be a disclaimer for everybody. Uh, yes, they're going to, you know, ease up on, you know, payments, uh, at least, you know, in terms of whether or not you're paying them right now. But of course, they're still going to be due. So there's no, no late payments, no, no, I mean, no late fees or whatever. But of course, like I said, you still got to pay it. Uh, unemployment benefits will be expanded as well. People out of work will receive will receive an extra six hundred dollars per week for four months on top of their claim. Uh, and when you take out a claim, usually it depends on the state you're living in, but you can get between two hundred and five hundred dollars. I remember a few years back when I needed to get on unemployment, uh, it was about three hundred dollars a week. So there, there's an example there. Uh, that would be three hundred bucks, three hundred something bucks, maybe even you know less. And at like 280, I was getting something like that. So 280, uh, but still plus another 600 dollars. Uh, you get that extra per week uh, for four months. Again, this is if you're out of work, of course, or if you qualify in some other way for unemployment. So I, I think that's um, very helpful. I don't know if that you know works for everybody's budget and everybody's situation, but you know I will give I will give Congress a nod and tell them it is something. And it's funny how. You know, before my last episode, you last heard from me, I was, you know, going in and, you know, really getting into it. And then right a couple hours later, I didn't even know they were in talks of it when I was recording. They were even still talking about it that night. Uh, but they had actually passed that or at least initially passed this bill uh, that same night we were recording. I was recording. So I find it very interesting. I think uh, another episode I was going in on uh, Gavin Newsom as well the very next day. 
I'm watching them on the news talking about affordable housing. So uh, that's just funny how that works. I'm not saying, you know, I had anything to do with it, of course. No, not saying that. But I just think it's funny how that happens to work out. Uh, but as far as the un un unemployment is concerned, of course, you'll have your negative detractor saying, oh, well, you're, you know, they're funding unemployment as opposed to people working. And my, my contradiction to that is, well, people were placed out of work because of the potential dangers of this virus and also as of now because of so many businesses being closed not all of them are going to be able to hire a whole lot of people back so uh, I think to have some unemployment protections uh, I think you know work you know I think they work very well for people I think they're about their six months claims at least in California so that's you know well enough time to find yourself some work um, you might have been out of work for a while now at this point at least a couple weeks or so uh, and for some people, of course, and again, it's a chance to catch up a little bit. I'm not saying it, you know, completely solves everything. Uh, like I said, there's six trillion dollars that they actually agreed upon. Uh, they just actually decide to give you the two trillion. Uh, so there, there you go. They gave the rest to the corporations. So that's kind of how it, how it is, you know. But again, it's I guess it's something. It's something. Uh, again, it's not something that I would wanna that I feel like I would need to reelect something. Uh, reelect somebody for or um, some, or you know if, you know some of these concessions are democratic and all that but I wouldn't feel so I'm not feeling super juiced to just say oh well, let me keep Pelosi or let me dig Pelosi super hard no I still think we need to overhaul uh, Democrat and Republican I'm still there because uh, again like I said there is some caveats to a lot of this of course you still got to pay your bills you still got to be able to qualify for some type of unassurance uh, i'm sorry some type of unemployment insurance of course so and i believe in california it's either you have to be out of a job or you're working uh part-time meaning about 24 hours really less than 24 hours a week and uh, of course we know how that is in terms of you know paying anything any type of bills out here that ain't gonna work uh but again uh of course it's not just like with you know food stamps this is not a long-term solution and it shouldn't be used as a long-term solution and generally that's not how it's used they give you about six months and if you're lucky they may give you an extension so that's kind of how that is and you have to be uh calling them every week and you have to be notifying them every week about what you're doing in terms of looking for a job either by phone or by mail or you don't get a payment so or it's delayed so you know you, you got to be doing something so it's not just a oh here, here you go here's this here's this check believe me it's you know a little bit more than that uh so you know i know there's going to be detractors you know whatever uh but don't listen to that too much listen to well you know go through the process if you have to do it file yourself uh look it up or do the research yourself and then you know you'll you'll be set uh there will be 13 extra weeks added to benefits so right after your claim ends like i said it's usually about a six month period if i'm not mistaken uh and they'll add 13 more weeks you know just you know because of you know what's going on now uh and uh, provisions will also be set aside for those who are self-employed and also independent contractors and also those who normally wouldn't qualify uh for um 
you know, unemployment. So there you go. Uh, they do have some set aside for those people. I think gig workers they were talking about, like Uber and those guys, Uber Eats and those people, uh, DoorDash. Uh, there will be a $500 billion loan program for airlines, businesses, and uh, especially those that specialize in national security. Of course, manufacturing, not surprised, as well as the mid-sized businesses and nonprofits. So, of course, we have loans being made available. Uh, so, again, you know, loan, you can take that, you know, what you will. A loan is a loan. You still got to pay that back. So, I mean, again, they're, they're making money available. But, again, like I said, there is some caveats to this. Uh, but who else gets some help? The stimulus will also provide $117 billion in aid for hospitals, public health, and social emergency funds. Oh, remember when they, you know, stripped the, you know, panic response team? That would have helped right now. So basically, they're going to probably reform that, you know. Uh, personnel will also be added to hospitals as well. Of course, hire, massive hiring. So those of you that have experience, I why not? Um, and I guess, in, you know, as we're dealing with this, I don't know, they have online courses. I guess people should, I don't know, do some medical stuff for now. Learn some billing or coding. I don't know. Medical codes. Do something. I don't know. Medical. Get you some paper. Uh, in terms of evictions and foreclosures, those currently facing financial hardship will not have to pay a mortgage for up to 30 days. Uh, well, they will have four 30-day periods after an original grace period of 60 days. Uh, but, of course, like I said, this is all... You know, you still got to pay, you know, excess fees, penalties and interest typically accrued from these late payments have also been waived. But again, you got to pay it uh, as far as food banks and other general assistance, general assistance is concerned. Uh, food banks will receive an extra four hundred fifty million uh, for the emergency food assistance program. Uh, three hundred fifty three hundred and fifty million uh, for uh, food. Another hundred, another hundred million for distribution. Uh, since this will also be provided for Puerto Rico and other U.S. territories as well, I believe that would be Samoa, Virgin Islands, Marshall Islands. I don't know all of them, but that's a few. Uh, they will also be giving some additional funding to SNAP and also other food, you know, at you know, food risk programs, whatever you want to call those. Uh, but however, there's no, they're not, you know, extending like or increasing the benefits or they're not increasing, you know, the eligibility for people to get that just as another, uh, you know, just as another disclaimer. Um, and another just a general fact, well, just what's going on right now in terms of the update, I'm not going to go too deep into the virus right now. Uh, that's somewhat of a, a you know, a, a party pooper. I ain't getting into that today. It's the weekend. It's pretty decent looking outside i don't feel like talking about it too much but there are a hundred thousand confirmed cases in the united states right now uh so it is a serious situation i don't know how serious it's gonna get or you know when it's gonna end of course nobody uh is able to predict that uh, but you know again say your prayers eat vitamins wash your hands uh if you can avoid it stay away from loud uh you know from you know big crowded places uh stop shopping so much stop it i i, I get it you, you're, you're grocery shopping you need to f it's we're not closing like that so don't worry stop just stop it stop going to the grocery store five times just stay stay at home you don't need that much just stay at home chill for a little bit eat everything first we're not closing down even though i think i personally think 
Oh, now this might be y'all might think I'm crazy. I think two, three days of the week maybe they should, so they don't get exposed. But people don't think about it like that. They just got they just worry about what they need and what they want at the moment. Stop coming to the store like that. You don't need to do it. Stop it. Again, stay your butt at home. Eat what you got first. Remember what they told you? Eat what you got in your plate. Eat what you got in your fridge. Then come. We're not closing it. The stores are not closing down. Remember, they're essential. So stop bugging. Shoot, maybe if y'all stop coming in, as maybe we can close a little bit earlier. We ain't, no, we can close earlier. We can go We can go home. Shit, stop, stop it. Stop it. You're doing too much. No, nothing's going anywhere. Okay? Stop. Just as just as a friendly announcement. Just please. Please stop. You we got it. You got we got food for you. It's not going anywhere. Okay? Just be patient. And you know, eat what you got. Alright, I'm gonna take a quick break and I will be reviewing bad boys for life. I'll be right back. What are you saying? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I say two simple words, and I cannot tell you the amount of people who say exactly the same thing you're saying. I mean, this, you know, this is not Yiddish, Catherine. This is English. Stop it. So, I should just stop it. There you go. I mean, you, 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 you don't want to go through life being scared of being buried alive in a box, do you? I mean, that sounds, sounds frightening. Yes. Then stop it. I mean, Alright y'all, I'm back and like I said, I got a review for you guys And today I'll be going over the Martin Lawrence Will Smith trilogy that is Bad Boys for Life Of course, this came out about a month or so ago uh, Maybe, yeah, about a month or so ago uh, Maybe even two, maybe, nah, about a, about maybe over a month, about over a month and of course, uh, they're reprising their, you know, their famous roles of Detective Mike Lowry and of course Marcus Burnett. Uh, you got Captain Howard in there, played by Joe Pantoliano. Uh, you have some new, uh, some newcomers in this one. Uh, you got Paula Nunez playing Rita Cicada, which is one of Mike Lowry's exes. Uh, you also got Isabella Areta being played by Kate Del Castillo, and you also got Jacob Scipio. He'll be playing Armando. Um, Armando is the son to Isabella. There's a little bit of a secret about him, uh, somewhat of a spoiler. So if you haven't seen it yet, be prepared. Of course, if you've seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And of course, you had uh, Nicky Jam in this one. He is a new reggaeton rapper on the scene. I haven't heard too much of his music, but he seems to be pretty popular nowadays. He plays uh, one of Armando's henchmen, Zuelo. Uh Just a little bit of the behind the scenes uh, for this film here. It has been in the works since 2009. I was hearing about it in the woodwork, of course. You hear people saying it on the internet. You hear people saying it every you know, every now and again, saying it. You know, it's a bad, bad Boys 3, Bad Boys 3. Um, I, again, I heard about it, but I, you know, again, until it comes out, you know, what can we do? You know, what we, what did you want to do? But anyways, uh, they, Columbia Pictures, uh, decided to have Peter Craig, uh, write the original script. Uh, however, the biggest obstacles were basically pro be providing the salaries for Will Smith and director Michael Bay. Uh, so it took some time to get that together. Uh, at the time, uh, like I said, they were the most, some of the most highest, uh, they commanded some of the most highest salaries in Hollywood. So again, Again, it wasn't going to be easy to have those two collab or work together on the same film. Uh, now, work on the f film will be delayed in 2014 when a new sc uh, screenwriter was hired. And also, there was supposed to be uh, 
Bad Boys 4, uh, but that was ended up being delayed. Uh, that may still come, uh, especially with what we saw in the end of this last one here. That's probably going to come at some point. Uh, at this point, I just don't know when because it, it was supposed to actually come out, uh, I believe, 2018, 2019, somewhere around there. So the third one was actually supposed to come out like 2016, 2017. This is, again, uh, they first started writing this script in 2009. Again, it's been in the woodwork. So this could have been done years ago, but just, again, getting the salary, the money together for the salaries, which is how is it hard? You know, I mean, these these studios got some money. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if they really wanted to do this, they could have did this years ago. But again, it, that's my opinion. But now they're getting it done. And uh, this is what we got. Uh, now, there's a little bit of a plot, a plot synopsis. Uh, Isabel Aretas is the widow is a widow of a powerful drug cartel, and she ends up escaping prison from Mexico. And she ends up getting herself, uh, well, getting her some help from her son Armando. Uh, now, Armando was sent to Miami uh, to retrieve his, the money his dad left behind before his death, and uh, he's also going to be taking out the people that he uh, well, and we'll get to that in just a second about. Yeah, we got we got some secrets to get to, but let's let's finish his plot synopsis. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, uh, but eventually uh, he's responsible for tracking down everybody who uh, took down his dad, and uh, you know everybody responsible for him being put in jail and eventually his death in jail, um, and that brings him to Miami. Now, for the dynamic duo, duo, Marcus is bringing in a new life, a grandson. Of course, Reggie is the daddy. I definitely liked in the movie how they were able to bring him back, kind of a callback. Um, definitely, I love the fact that it was a black family, black family situation, bringing a new life into the mix. Uh, one of my main questions about, you know, sequels, especially when we have a third one and a fourth one, is how much stuff can you make relevant and make different uh, in this one? Or, of course, you know, you, you don't want to, you know, go too far away from the beaten path of the story, of course, or at least, you know, whatever. But uh, you know what I mean, you know. How else can you make this different? Or what else can you add to this series? So I definitely liked the addition of Marcus having a grandson. Uh, brings things into some more uh, perspective, of course. Uh, because for those of you who may not know, uh, this would lead to my uh, Marcus wanting to retire. Um, now, you know, this would, of course, set off Mike. He wouldn't like this. Uh, but again, you know they work through it they you know it, you know it's what it is um now mike he would eventually be shot by armando uh and this would leave him in a coma for i believe like a month or something like that now after healing month he uh, after healing up he decides to go back on a war path he wants to bring back marcus and marcus is like nah i made that decision uh i think it was related to him making out of there alive i believe that was the thing he you know he said a prayer to god itself and i think that was it yeah if you get mike out of this i'll quit the force i'll get out of that that, that drama you know so on and so forth so at this point uh marcus is like man you know i already made my promise to god you're good you know i'm not i'm not i'm not feeling it and uh it will lead to them falling out and you know at some point of course because you know in mike's in mike's point of view uh marcus is his ride or die that's his partner they're supposed to be you know going out to the end and uh, especially you know now you know he's been shot or he feels like you know he's had his you know life tested he's looking for everybody that he can to have his back so i get where mike is coming from but i definitely felt where marcus was coming from as well and uh, that dichotomy uh and that relationship kind of added another fold you know just another something new to to the relationship because again this isn't the first time i believe that uh marcus wanted to retire or or you know 
changed his work uh, space because again, remember in the second one he wanted, to, I believe, I, yeah, in the second one he wanted to switch up partners. So this isn't the first time where he's wanted to change his work situation. So uh, this time around he's kind of done with it. He wanted to really take a step away. And Mike, you know, he didn't like it. Uh, now, Mike won't stay away from the investigation. So Captain Howard, uh, you know, pretty much just, you know, go back, you know, go. He went back on his original, you know, stance and not, you know, let Mike participate. He was really adamant about it. But then he goes, you know, you're not going to listen anyways. Uh, so go ahead. But you got to work through ammo. Uh, this is a new department, you know, within the police force. They're, you know, tech oriented you know surveillance and all for all, all that and they are headed by his ex Rita that's you know that's where one of the new faces come in now after a hold of foreman contacts Marcus and is later killed by Armando Armando excuse me uh, uh, well and also with the ki the killing of the, the witness as well as Captain Howard being shot and killed yes he dies too it gets serious uh, you know and um, this is one of the this is what you know kind of drives marcus back okay uh you you know i'm already in the mix now kind of because of the you know because of the witness he called my phone he got me wrapped up in this so i'm already kind of you know got my feet kind of wet and then after the captain gets shot he was kind of like okay all bets are off but i'm of course he he wants to take a you know he he still wants there to be a lot of help and support for them so he realizes that uh especially with seeing mike get shot especially knowing that he's older and then knowing that he has a grand uh, child and a family so again he's he's thinking about it you know he definitely wants to get back at armando too but uh he wants to do it in a way that protects everybody so he comes back but he works through ammo he works with ammo and of course you know it, it leads to them you know coming back together chasing down the bad guys of course we already know what happens uh now one thing i want to get into is the big reveal uh of course armando it, it well it's more to that story than meets the eye uh it, it comes it comes down through the pike that um at one point in time uh will smith's character of course mike was undercover in mexico at the time and he happened to meet up with our, the our red ties cartel and in his involvement with with them he well he had somewhat of a tryst uh that's the word yes or an, an affair an affair uh with uh, isabel and armando is the love child uh he's supposed to be the love child and of course you know they, he has to you know you know mike has to convince him you know all that he finds out and of all the things that i kind of you know there wasn't a whole lot of things that i disliked about the movie but i will say this that dude, and this is no disrespect, I thought his role was actually okay. I got it. Uh, the only thing is, you know, the twist, of course, making it Mike's son. I kind of didn't get that. Um, I personally would have, I, I would have been okay with just the angle of, you know, my dad got locked up. He ended up being, you know, he ended up dying uh, when being locked up. It's Mike, it's Mike and them's fault. Uh, it's Mike and whoever else, you know, that snitched on him and all that got, you know, you know, because, of course, Mike was undercover working with them. And uh, so, you know, Mike is definitely undercover. So, you know, I would have, I would have, uh, you know, understood uh, that beef. And I would have understood that until the end. And if he would have ended up dying 
or something else. Maybe it is revealed that uh, maybe or maybe it is revealed that, you know, him and Isabel, uh, Mike and Isabel have a relationship, but he's not the kid. They don't have a kid. But maybe he finds out he was cheating on, um, you know, his mom was cheating on Mike or, or cheating on his father. Maybe that leads to, you know, him falling out with her and maybe turning against her uh, or something like that. There's a couple ways that I felt that they could have did that. I don't necessarily like the reveal only because it just. And again, and I hate to sound like this type of guy, it don't look nothing like him, and it don't work for me. <laughs> um, he, he don't look like somebody that's, you know, and this is no, again, this is no disrespect to him. He had a pretty, pretty decent role. I, you know, I got it. He was the antagonist um, for the movie, and he, and he played that role really well. He just didn't look like he could be related to Mike. That's all I'm saying, and I just couldn't buy it. I could have definitely bought him being the bad guy. I could have definitely bought him being Isabel's son. He's getting revenge for his father. Uh, to add the little wrinkle of that being Mike's son, you know, I, you know, I don't get it. Maybe that's the only way you make it a fourth movie. Uh, you give him a chance to redeem himself. Maybe you know, over time, of course, over time, uh, he gets to come out of jail and work with Mike. I'm, Guessing that's going to be in the fourth, uh, but that's the only thing I kind of had with it. Uh, everything else is kind of what you would expect from a third installment of a movie. Uh, there's, you know, there's some type of a character arc. You see that, um, you see those character arcs, of course, the, the revelations of the relationship that, you know, Mike and Isabel have. You have that, uh, you have Marcus, you know. Stepping aside from the cop game for now, but eventually find his way back in a different realm, of course. Um, and of course, Mike, he's you know, pr you know, he's found some different angles within his life. He has a son now, so uh, he has a different capacity in which he can operate. So, again, I mean, there are some changes, uh, there are some things that update the plot and update the story. So, it definitely worked as far as what I really liked. Again, um, it's just it's just the fact that they were able to come up with still a unique story uh, that reflected the time period, of course, reflected the, the fact that, yes, these amount of years have passed um, and just kind of just ch a check in on where our favorite characters are at. Again, I wasn't a big fan of the re the sun reveal and all that, uh, but overall, I thought the movie uh, was I, I gave it a seven out of ten. I thought it, I, it was engaging from beginning to end. Uh, the action was on point. I liked the action sequences. Uh, the acting, of course, is whatever you. you you know, bad boys movie has been. Uh, there's action, some shooting, some one-liners, uh, some cr some some craziness from Martin Lawrence. I think he's definitely uh, toned down a little bit, but he's still funny and it still works. And they still have chemistry all these years later. They're just a little bit older, a little bit more refined. And again, uh, the movie itself reflects that, of course, you have the ammo squad kind of representing the changing of the guard. Uh, police police work is kind of changing. It's becoming more uh, technolo you know, tech technology driven. And there you go. You have that representation in there as well. So, again, you get a good look of everything. And it reflects, again, the changing of the guard and the changing of just, uh, you know, the past past what how many years has been since the second movie and you get to see that uh so i like again i say i give it a seven a pretty decent movie i would check it out if you haven't seen it yet uh, i don't know you know it's probably going to be available at some streaming platform at some point but i take a look at it if you haven't yet a uh, really solid movie good performances from the main two people uh, of course martin lawrence and will smith and everybody else around them pretty uh you know, seen the word pretty well uh, through them. Uh, there was some uh, chemistry between, uh, you know, uh, Mike 
and uh, Marcus and also the ammo team. You had uh, Mike, uh, yeah, Mike going back with one of the younger, younger cats from there. They had some comedy banner, some good little scenes there between them, some good exchanges. So the movie was well written. Written. Uh, it was, you know, it was shot very well. Uh, the stunts were good. I definitely like the stunt with the uh, helicopter near the end. And also the la the last battle, it was really uh, deep and intense. Again, uh, the whole reveal of, you know, the sun I didn't like and all that. But the action itself was really good. Uh, just seeing Isabel kind of go go bad and go gangster uh, one last time, really truly revealing her villain side, uh, I thought that was cool. So uh, definitely a good movie worth watching. And, um... Yeah, that's it for, for me today. Uh, my next episode, it will be another review. Uh, it will be a video game review. I'll be going over Sonic Adventure, one of my favorite video games of all time. And not only will it be Sonic Adventure, it'll be a Sega Dreamcast uh, review. And all, it will be, not only will it be Sonic Adventure, it'll be, it'll be Sonic in general and also the Sega Dreamcast and kind of Sega in general as well. Just a little bit of all that, uh, just kind of into a review. All right, y'all, if you are looking to get in touch with me, you can hit me up on my email at ljbutler75 at gmail.com that is e-l-j-b-u-t-l-e-r 75 at gmail.com once again that is ljbutler75 at gmail.com e-l-j-b-u-t-l-e-r 75 at gmail.com also the facebook page for the show as well at never out of bounds i have a facebook a facebook page for myself as well as a uh, instagram page uh as a uh, on top of that, uh, you can find me at L Jamal Johnny E L J A M A H A D J A M I. Once again, that is E L J A M A H A D J A N I. All right, y'all, I am out of here for now. Uh, if anybody hasn't told you yet, I love you. Peace out. One love, and I will highlight everyone later.